Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 101, episode one of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. Fuck it's Monday, September 23rd, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. His takes are on fire. His name is O'Brien. He doesn't know what to do with his hands. He's got them in the back pockets of his pants. A uh, little Lana Del Rey for that oh. ass. And I'm <laughs> thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Ray. Lately there seems to be some insecurities about the vacay I took in Italy. But I know it's with you. No one can take away my you. <laughs> Never to be mistaken Long as this takes I'm making There's gonna be some jack Gonna beat the pack But as long as I know Your time will show Our pod will grow And I know Miles will be right here Be right here Okay, I'm just stopping it right there because it's too much and I'm too not much. getting a check. I should have been in Sisters with Voices, a.k.a. SWV, <laughs> but I was too old. Uh, and also, thank you so much. I already shout, shouted you out uh, last week, but Ross and Andy in the morning, at Ross X Andy for that SWV. Ross and Andy in the morning. I don't know how you did it. Are they a radio show? Don't know, but the literally, I'm not taking a shot at you. It looks like two Muppets. Wow. Is their avatar? Yeah, there's two Muppets as their avatar. I'm not calling y'all Muppets no, in the UK not taking sense. A, taking a shot at them. Nah, Just nah, saying nah. They look like Muppets. Shout out to Muppets though. Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious writer Dana Donnelly. Hello. Hello. Welcome. What's going on. Thank welcome, you for welcome. having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you. We're huge fans of your writing. You're tweeting, yeah. yeah. I feel like regularly when we call out our tweets, it's probably when your tweets every other day. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. And I'm then, like so happy to hear that. And I think one episode Steve Hernandez was on, and I I was one of my tweets was a tweet that you writ, wrote, and he was like, Oh, you gotta get Dana. And I was like, You know her? And he's like, Yeah, she's around. I'm like, I where did this person come from? Hell yeah. Uh and behold, <laughs> you have manifested you. here. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So welcome. Thank you. Well, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about today. Uh, we're going to talk about the climate strike at the end of last week. Uh, we're going to talk uh, what we know at this early stage. You might m know more, but we're going to just evaluate what we know of the Trump whistleblower story. I think the Havana mystery uh, has... Uh, been solved? Maybe. It might have been solved. It's the best theory I've heard okay. uh, so far. Um, you can finally go to sleep at night. We're going to issue a correction... Uh, millennials are not growing horns uh, on the backs of their heads. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, off top, also another correction right now. Shout out to all the LDS Mormon Zeitgang members who corrected me on the nomenclature of uh, non-pumping penetrative sex that Mormon right. kids have. It's not called floating. It's called soaking. I mean, which sounds fucking worse. Yeah, way worse. <laughs> or docking, whatever. Gross. But yo, yeah. thank you. I'm really surprised at the amount of people in my mentions are like, it's really, it's actually called soaking. Soaking has like a old man getting in a tub, like housework Ugh. vibe to it. Ugh. I don't, I don't like it. Uh, floating is much better. Anyway, yeah. floating's more whimsical. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. It makes sense when you're trying to convince yourself you're not having sex, therefore disappointing yeah. God. Not just floating. We're just floating in God's love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, we're going to talk about caffeinated yogurt. We're going to talk about some early uh, picks for Miles's Halloween costume. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Takashi69. Uh, he's doubling down on uh, being the most marked for death human <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> the weird politics of the Rambo franchise. Uh, apparently the, the newest Rambo is just all sorts of problematic. I mean, we knew from that trailer, though. Yeah. It, I didn't realize that it was set on the border and that it was... Right. Uh, yeah. I thought it was actually set in like a South American country or something, but no, it's... Uh, we'll, we'll We're going to have to go see it. That's really yeah, the bottom we line. We really do need to go see it. Uh, the, the last one was 
just uh, like laugh out loud uh wanton violent. violence yeah laugh out loud violence is not a thing that i knew existed prior to that movie well like uh, early robert rodriguez films are like that. yeah we're gonna talk about uh instagram too but first, Dana, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Okay, so first of all, I realized that I've had my uh, iPhone on private browsing since like when I was told to look at my search history. Right. Um, but when I turned off private browsing, the last thing I had searched was um, what Imagine Dragons is an anagram for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because apparently <laughs> there's like some like big mythology behind it. Oh, really? Well, no, most people think it's bullshit. Yeah. Can you swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll, um, well, only when we talk about Imagine Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> um, like most people think it's bullshit, but apparently there's like a million different, um, like they claim that there's an anagram that they will never tell what it is. Really? Yeah. And then the only, like everyone's like, maybe it's like agonizing dreams, but. Is that what, wait. That's like the top. Where's the Z in Imagine Dragons? Oh. Well, I guess it's spelled in like the English way with an S. Is it spelled with I a don't Z? Know. I don't Drag know. Is dragons pluralized with a Z? Honestly, the Reddit thread is really confusing. Huh. What did you find? Was there anything that was funny? Because we um, like anagrams around here. Yeah, we do. Honestly, not really. <laughs> <laughs> mostly it's just like the, there's like this Rolling Stone article that's like, there's no meaning to it. I mean, but. I guess even they need to do that because there there's nothing deep about their band oh, at, at all. all. So they're it's money like, rock. Which y'all oh money rock. Yeah. Hey, money on, rock. And <laughs> money rock on any block. Um yeah, I feel like then they need to be like, it's actually way deeper. Like right. it's not just merely imagining yeah. dragons. It's it actually there's a whole other world it's a like great a consciousness way. we're tapping into. It's a great way to excuse your shitty band name is to just be like, Yeah, it's a it's actually an anagram for something else. Yeah. Well, and it's the one everyone jokes about of just right. literally just saying like Imagine, imagine dragons. dragons <laughs> yeah. Though. Like seriously. No, yeah. imagine guys, seriously. Imagine <laughs> I think it's like a Billy Wayne tweet that I yeah. was thinking of. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, overrated, I think coffee tasting good is overrated mm. to me. Um, I don't drink coffee for it to taste good, and I've never like tried to make my coffee taste good. Which... Yeah. Purely for it's a caffeine yeah, delivery like, mechanism. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You should try this. What it, oh, doesn't taste that? good at all. See, I, cold and I kind of like, like I kind of like when coffee doesn't taste good. I'm like, I yeah. know it's working. Oh, yeah. Th then yeah. Well, then buckle up. <laughs> yeah. this tastes, I mean, look, I'm not really a taste person either because I'm not. I don't I don't drink caffeine or I only drink it for the caffeine. Yeah. So when I've had when I've been to places where like I was in Japan and I went to like a coffee spot where it was like this very mythical bean from wherever. Right. And like I was gonna be like, Oh, do you have like cream? They're like, Oh, we don't have cream, <laughs> cream. here. And I was like, All right, fool, what? whatever. Like yeah. I, motherfucker, I paid seven dollars for this little bit fucking cup of coffee. Give right. me my cream. fucking cream. I mean, that's apparently like in Japan, you're not supposed to like put your fish in soy sauce or they'll give you worse fish or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Because it's like insulting. Well, it depends. I mean, if you're dipping it correctly for your sushi, maybe the one thing you don't do is don't put fucking soy sauce on your rice. Okay, oh. we'll get your shit, get your shit canceled. All I can think about is that. Do you guys watch Billions? Uh, no, no. Um, there's just this episode where one of the characters is in this like really like high end sushi bar because uh, Brian Koppelman or whatever is like really into food. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And there's this like whole like lesson on how to eat sushi or not eat sushi. Oh right, well yeah, mm -hmm. people are very uh very particular. It's like well, you got to lay it on. Yeah. Don't just dunk the rice in it. Right. Get a little bit on the fish. It's not meant to taste like soy sauce. It's merely meant to enhance the flavor of the fish <laughs> and the texture. But then why does the most the most high-end sushi place, Sugarfish, have uh, soy <laughs> sauce on the rice? <laughs> it's uh, for it white people. Well, no, they <laughs> do. Well, they Sugar Sugarfish <laughs> is for white people. Yeah, it's oh, for, it's that's, for, that's as high class as it gets. It's like a it's like <laughs> a it's like a fast food restaurant for agents. Right, <laughs> is what Sugarfish is. <laughs> what that is what the vibe is in there. Right. <laughs> uh, what is something you think is underrated? Uh, underrated, I think um, Cold Stone Creamery and Baskin Robbins, hey. like the old old school in quotes uh, ice cream places. Like yeah. I, I do, I love artisan ice cream, but I think you know there's really <laughs> something about Cold Stone. Like you can make any flavor of ice cream you want. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people are overwhelmed by choice, but I love it. I get no, yeah. cake batter with Twix in it. Whoa. Yeah, it's like crazy. It's so good. And then like I do think Baskin Robbins is the only um like ice cream store that has this like flavor like peanut butter chocolate, like chocolate with yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. huge like and chunks of peanut butter. Yeah, and I think it was so the flavor of the good. month recently. Uh I used to work at a laser tag place uh for those people who know the uh, the LA area, the valley particularly mm -hmm. Ultra Zone. Mm -hmm. If you've ever had a birthday, you probably went there. Um 
downstairs from us was a Cold Stone, and I used to trade uh, the people up there for like laser tag games in exchange for like the the ice cream. Mm. And I used to disrespect myself in front of that <laughs> like Cold Stone slab because right. they would just be like, whatever, like we'll hook it up. Yeah. And I would make things that didn't taste good. <laughs> <laughs> but just like because of the just ability, sheer ambition, yeah, yeah. ruining and the ice cream. Like I remember the third time I did it, one of the people was like, "Can I tell you like what my favorite thing is?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." And they like made this like like whatever the apple pie Alamo right. one was uh-huh. amazing. One thing underrated as sweet cream or uh, cold stone cream, the sweet cream ice cream it is. that they use as the base for the other shit. That shit on its own. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> just on a, is that the main one that they use? They, well, it depends on what the flavor, it's like not, it's very nondescript flavor. It's more like a sweet cream. Mm. It's not like vanilla uh, or anything. So yes, it's yes. really good. Yeah. Like yeah. more places should have like just a sweet yeah. cream flavor. I think more places do. Cause I've noticed they have it at, um, I think they have like a version of it at Jenny's ice cream. And oh Los yeah. Villas. Okay. Love um, Jenny's. Yeah. Um, Especially when they had that Listeria breakout. Did they? This was like three years ago. I don't, mean, I don't mean to fucking <laughs> <laughs> cast this person, but you know. Is cake batter, when they put the cake batter in, is it like uncooked cake batter? No, it's just a cake batter flavored ice cream. Oh, So it's like it. ice cream that tastes like when you eat uncooked cake batter. And cake then batter. just Twix just and then like Twix, in there. Yeah, and it like kind of like freezes the Twix mm. when yeah, you put it in the yeah, ice cream. Yeah. And oh, so it yeah. has like a very like hard consistency. It's good. I like a refrigerated Twix. <laughs> oh, yeah. A frozen oh, yeah. candy bars. There's nothing uh, like it. Yeah, I, I only recently started coming around to frozen candy bars. Yeah. I used to be like, it's going to break my teeth. Because I'm usually high and I want to eat it fast. So, like, biting a Snickers, I remember, was shocking the first time. You can't trust yourself. But I had, like, a room temperature Snickers for the first time yesterday because I always, like, keep them in the fridge. And it was not good. Mm. It really let me down. It's too mushy. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how if you're used to the or like sort the of... nougat tastes a lot better when it's like hard. I think. Huh. Like mm. kinda, we'll have to know. do a taste test. Yeah. Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true? You know, to be false or vice versa. Okay, I can think of a good one. So, um, I thought of uh, alcohol shouldn't taste good either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the same way that coffee, I don't think it should taste good, or like I don't think it needs to taste good. I also don't right. think alcohol needs to taste good. I think yeah. it's like I. I love virgin cocktails because mm. it's like really concentrated, like juice ingredients right. without alcohol. Yeah, just and then so you, much sugar. Right. And yeah. it's like, I mean, all good cocktails are like essentially, um, I guess in theory, trying to like complement the like alcohol, but really it's like how much can you mask it? Sure, sure, of? sure. Um, and so I also don't think alcohol should have to taste good. <laughs> so you're just like, it's here to do a job. Let yeah, it do I job. like, I love to take a shot. I love like a vodka water. Um, vodka water vodka water instead of soda because sometimes um drinking like fizzy things i don't know Interesting. Can, like upset my stuff like i'm yeah. not supposed to sell your stomach i don't i've never really loved carbonation wow it's also maybe wow. car- car- carbonation not supposed to taste good yeah. <laughs> yeah so you have an anti-carbonation agenda sounds i like. do yeah, yeah, i do yeah. i'm pushing Very out clear. here pushing Very my clear. anti-carbonation yes. agenda so how do you feel about those spiked seltzers um i do like a white claw i, I like what? it um but i think it it just it's a lot it's like hype and I wanna I wanna like enjoy something that everyone else is enjoying. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean is I'm it white claw like doesn't it not taste alcoholic? It it's, doesn't. It's pretty right. stealthy. Right. It's, you so, can't and taste I've it. I've slowly started coming around to the power of the claw. The power of the or claw. Or the seltzers. Because in a way, like you're saying, it's there to do a job. And right. sometimes when you don't notice and you can just kind of be like if I'm I was grilling outside and I was drinking one, I was like, you know what? Yeah. This is actually this is all right. Right. Yeah, I had a white claw last night, and I got accidentally like drunker than I anticipated because you just right. can't. Yeah, off the claw, you get clobbered. Clobbered. <laughs> you know what I mean? Claws out. Get clobbered. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the climate strike, you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. That was on Friday. Uh, they were happening everywhere. Uh, 1.1 million students walked out in New York because uh, the school superintendent of New York was like, yeah, go You're fight. Good. Go fight yeah. for your planet. Uh, and I think it was like four thousand actions. I think all across the globe. Yeah, they really did it. These kids, these damn kids. Let's hear what Fox News had to say. It's just a tonally like going from being impressed by, you know, the activism and the, you know, how proactive and you know successful they were at accomplishing this. Let's hear Fox News. Today is a day in which your kids might not be going to school. If they live in New York City. Because? 
It's the Global Climate Strike Day. Right. It's a time to, the best thing you could do for climate problems is not go to work or go to school well, and scream on the grass and make a sign. Listen, people are going to be protesting from so 150 dismissive. different uh, countries, including, as you can see right there, Australia. That's uh, some of the people who have gathered. Here in New York City, 1.1 million public school uh, kids have been told they could skip class to go and uh, take part in today's activities. Yeah, the mayor says you get an excused absence sense if you want to leave right. your classroom today in New York. And what they're demanding is to end the use of fossil fuels here on planet Earth. And of course, the Democrats have, uh, who are running for president are embracing climate change. <laughs> that was very awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go into a package of all the <laughs> yeah. candidates being like, it's a problem. We're going to fucking die if we don't do something soon. And then and then it's a hard cut to and breaking news in Houston. Catastrophic flooding. Catastrophic flooding yeah. everywhere. It's like Please Noah. stay safe, actually, people out there. I, a couple yeah, of you seriously. sent me some very frightening images of where you live. Uh, please stay safe. But it's just so dismissive. They're just like, and these little yeah. kitties get to be off of school today and make their little signs. It's like, no, hold up, motherfucker, because uh, I'm assuming they probably have children who are also inheriting this trash earth we've, we're leaving behind. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, you know, I th everyone is going to benefit from this. It's not just about making signs. Uh, and uh, just fucking the whole, just the whole energy behind it. Like, the way they started, it sounded like, like when local news does, like, a PSA to, like, bring charitable gifts, like, gifts to a charity for Christmas. Like, right. hi, we're the Fox News team. Right. And then the next person takes over. It's like, during the holidays, it's important. Like, the way the cadence of it was odd just to be so dismissive. And, yeah, it's an urgent problem. But, yeah. you know, we, we get it. They, they see this as, like, a culture war thing and not, like, science. Yeah. Well, Democrats are embracing climate change. Um, yeah, it's just pretty stark to see the difference between like those assholes and then, you know, kids who are actually going to have to live most of their lives with the consequences of two degrees Celsius climate change and Miami being underwater and just everything being fucked up. Yeah. I'm curious of those 1.1 million, 1.1 million students, how many actually went to the climate strike? How many kids were fucking around? Mm. Smoking weed, yeah, at the park instead yeah, of going to probably class. most of them. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm curious because in my mind, sadly, and I grew up in a different time. Okay, it was a pre 9/11. Well, slightly, <laughs> I, I was in high school pre and post 9/11. Mm -hmm. But then, if you told me there was a day off to do like something socially active, I would have been the sh fucking straight to the LA River to smoke weed. Oh, so I'm sure like, you know, it's like whatever, like 5% of those kids are like actually climate Oh, uh, right. I wonder. But I'm sure. But, you know, it's funny, too. When you look at the research, though, like demographically, like Gen Z, like for sure is like, no, no, like they're fucking. Yeah. They're taking it seriously. So, taking it very you seriously. know what? That's why I'm a trash Not ass. drugs. Trash ass fucking elder millennial. Dorks, man. Yeah. Uh. Would maybe you, they're doing drugs while they climate strike. Right. That's yeah. what I was, like, just vape. Poor Kano Los Dos. Ma, I want to vape. <laughs> save the planet. They're going home. They're saying, Ma, I want to vape. <laughs> and then they're going to the climate march. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can definitely hold up your signs while high, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah. more fun. That's Oh, beautiful. it's always great to get out and just among the people and yeah. enjoy the good earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back, and Miles, mm. tell me what, I, I tried to explain the Trump whistleblower s story at the end of last week, uh, and I totally fucked it up, and you then did? you uh, smoothly explained it. So oh, I, I think, wouldn't, I don't, just because a couple Instagram accounts I run were spamming you with comments about that doesn't mean <laughs> that's how it went down. No, no. But I, that's, well, I, well, I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I didn't believe that. So, uh, yeah. So we got the report, right? There was a whistleblower in the intelligence community who was basically saying that the president made a promise to some kind of foreign leader on the phone or some other shit. Right. And we don't know what the fuck kind of deal was being made. Then on Friday or Thursday night, we find out a little more details. It turns out he was talking to Volodymyr Zelensky, who is the president of Ukraine. As um, if we didn't know who Vladimir yeah. Zelensky is. <laughs> and try and spell that correctly. Okay. Uh, but yes, he was talking to Vladimir uh, Zelensky and essentially saying like he wanted the Ukraine uh, to investigate Joe Biden's son, Hunter, 
uh, or whatever the whatever his other kid's name is over a business deal and some kind of corrupt agreement where a, some well, where like a, a prosecutor who was investigating the deal, Joe Biden said he was corrupt and should step down, and therefore it looked like Joe Biden was trying to dead the case to keep his son safe. Right. None and of this that was is, when Joe Biden was vice was president? vice president. Got it. First of all, if none of that is actually true. There was a, a lot, there was an article written in the New York Times by a woman who eventually became the spokesperson, I think, for the like the president. It was weird, like essentially saying like, you know, Rudy Giuliani or like he's been talking about this story. And then the last paragraph sort of like, but none of, we don't we can't really verify any of that. So it's almost like, why did you even write this story if you're going to say all this shit? And the last paragraph is like, but, you know, honestly, we don't know. It was a New York Times opinion piece yeah. by somebody who was talking about Hunter Biden, like having weird ties, yes, yes. weird business deals. And there's okay. a lot of shit Giuliani was saying out loud. And anyway, so he wanted to follow that thread because obviously he's just basically dangling like the I think the $250 million in military aid we give to Ukraine. Basically saying like, because uh, the U.S. cut that shit off and like, you want you want the money back? Right. Maybe you should look into Joe Biden. Uh-huh. Essentially saying like I'm going to use taxpayer dollars to fund an oppo research campaign uh for political aims, not anything to do with like regional security there or to limit the fucking power of Russia in the re- in the region. So they're right. saying Don't they have something going on with Russia? Yeah, with yeah, they're currently Trump's yeah, he, homie th- Putin. They're line stepping over there in right. Ukraine. And so, you know, essentially they're like, yo, fucking smear Biden and you get your cash is what it all boils down to. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many people, like a lot of constitutional scholars, too, who are like, every day is a fucking nightmare. But like right. to take it here now where you're like, you're using your influence and in foreign aid to exert power or influence over another country to help you for your reelection campaign. Right. That's like some other shit. I mean, it's all this this whole administration has been some other shit. Yeah. Um, but the best part, right, is before all this happened, we were talking like earlier in the year how Rudy Giuliani's been going to Ukraine and trying to talk to people. And we've always been like, I think he's just trying to dig up dirt for Trump. Um, so when all this came out, it made all of his trips to Ukraine look extra shitty because they're like, I think this is what we suspected the whole time. So my man, Rudy Giuliani, goes on fucking CNN, Chris Cuomo, and... This is just the wildest shit. This this is what happens when senile grifters are trying to cover for each other on live television. <laughs> what Biden said to the Ukraine. Did you t- ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No, actually, I didn't. I asked the Ukraine to investigate the allegations that there was interference in the election of 2016 by the Ukrainians for the benefit of Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. for which there already is a you never asked finding. anything about Hunter Biden. You never asked anything about Joe Biden. The only thing I asked about Joe Biden is to get to the bottom of how it was that Lutsenko, mm-hmm. who was appointed, right. dismissed the case against Antak. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? <laughs> of course I did. You just said you didn't. No, I didn't ask him to look into Joe Biden. I asked him to look into the allegations that related to my client, which tangentially involved Joe Biden in a massive bribery scheme, not unlike what he did in China. Rudy, you explain to me how the kid got. I just cut this motherfucker off. All I asked about Joe Biden is for them. So you asked about Joe Biden? Of course I did. You just said you did it, my guy. Oh man. Um. I just want to point something out, a side note about Rudy Giuliani. He's in the middle of a messy fucking divorce. Yeah. And <laughs> so his ex-wife that he's in the process of divorcing, like, apparently they're just getting fights all the time at this, like, country club. They're, like, when they see each other, like, they start <laughs> yelling at each other in public. Oh, and, like, no. they're trying to, like, sort, like, be like, please don't interact with each other. It's just a mess. And they can't um, help themselves. His wife, just... yo, like when Rudy Giuliani was campaigning, his wife basically demanded that there's always an extra seat next to her for her Louis bag. Mm. So you know what? Queen, Hell yeah. That's queen shit. <laughs> yeah. So she's very chill. But also, you know, okay, interesting. And then as this uh, divorce went on, so Rudy Giuliani was making like maybe between like eight and nine million dollars a year working for this law firm. He quit his job. So mm-hmm. it look would look like his income was severely less so he could get out of paying like spousal support. Mm. But there is Clever. a the courts know about this this kind of fucking tactic. Right. And they will impute income for a, to use a legal term, but essentially saying like they're going to look at what your earning power is and actually determine what like your payments are based off of that. You can't right. just work cuz that's you why can't he, just play dead. Well, that's why he's <laughs> working for the president for free. 
right to be like well you know i'm doing this for free so i don't really have money coming in therefore i can't do stuff yet he like had to borrow a hundred thousand dollars from like uh like one of the partners at his legal firm to pay his taxes Mm. but then has money to pay for like a private jet subscription that's like 50k a year or something like that subscription yes like i guess one of those shits yeah Yeah, where it's like hey man like you know you kind of all pitch in on this jet and use it whenever it's like a casual timeshare of a plane Mm. Do you use it a lot? NetJet? Yeah, you know, you did, no. <laughs> <laughs> you no. just said it so very familiar. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, a... I'm from I'm from like uh, Silicon Valley, so oh it's right, right. Like everyone there like does like is really into that. So kind how of do you thing. do it? You pay your 50k and then like... yeah, it's essentially you're just like buying into being able to like use a private plane like most of the time. Oh, got mm. it. But then there are some yeah. blackout dates. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Got it. <laughs> um, and then like, but then he has money. He was also like paying forty thousand dollars for to have dental work done for his girlfriend's son. Oh shit. Rudy's in a fucking mess right now. Um, so, you know, uh, he's got a lot on his plate. And then on top of that, he's, you know, entering the twilight years of his life right. uh, and trying to lie on TV with people who are sharp and are listening to the words he's saying. He can't right. just like shit out his he's mouth. He's so bad at lying. He contradicts his lies all the time from one sentence to the next. Um, so yeah, it only makes the whole situation look much worse. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I was totally on board Trump 2020, but uh, <laughs> when when I heard they're fucking with Hunter Biden, I don't know if you read the uh, New Yorker profile about him, but he's such a lovable fuck up. He's Is just, he? yeah, he's he's just constantly you know getting sober, relapsing, and like going on these incredible benders where it's just oh, like wow. the people who like he's renting cars from are like, yo man, you need to get help. Like there's cocaine all over the place in there. Like uh, <laughs> all over the car. Yeah. 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 Wow. He's probably doing like bumps off his like wrist with the windows down, but he's just like so <laughs> earnest and just like, like at one point when he was clean, he like gave a homeless person's like a place to live for like a couple months, like in it, in wow. his apartment. He's just like a good dude, but also he's some shit. can't, get over his demons oh, man. I, I have friends like that too who yeah. are like you know you love them god yeah. love them yeah but you know they're struggling sometimes but like the biden campaign is very stressed out about him they're like yeah he's gonna be a liability well this is the thing like it, it's funny he's for all the focus that's on you know biden like there's two other people behind him who are beating his ass in the polls just as equally right um but in his mind he's like he's got to take down old blood eye Right. Uh, to, to keep his reelection intact. I mean, this seems like the best thing that could possibly happen to Biden, right? Uh, Trump, like, taking aim at him? Sure, of course. Well, it makes it seem like he's more of a threat than he right. is, Yeah, I exactly. Because yeah. right. he's like, uh, wow, he's, like, basically violating the Constitution to try and take me down. That's right. Just, why yeah. are you so It probably gives him a lot of faith me. in his campaign. Right. Yeah. And it also, you know, his main argument right now is, like, look, you might not like me, but I'm going to beat Trump. Yeah. So, like, yes, I suck. But, like, just stick with me past the primaries and I'll beat Trump. That was also so- Hillary's uh, campaign, which didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so- Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I'm gonna mop the floor. With oh, this just wait. Look at these numbers. Right. And then Biden's like, man, the same way. I Almost fucked up these black gang members at a pool. I'm gonna fuck Trump <laughs> the up. Right here, man. What the fuck? The yeah. Fuck? I told you to say that shit. You guys know how you like have a straight razor that you soak overnight in a rain barrel, and then you come. That's one of the things he said. Everyone's like, what? Soak what a straight razor in a homie? rain barrel? Yeah. What the fuck is that supposed to do? I have no idea. I think make it rusty so that it's like. Oh, so we'll. I, but like that doesn't get, make like, it some... sharper. No, yeah. but it would get like, oh, tetanus, like tetanus or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Man. It's been a while since I talked to Corn Pop. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Let's talk about a story that we touch on like every four months or so. Yeah. Uh, the mysterious attack on the Cuban embassy that caused basically the Trump administration to completely pull out of Cuba, stop any sort of diplomatic progress that was being made by the Obama administration. And also, you know, it was just a real juicy news story because it was like, yeah, they, they're using mystery sci-fi weapons on us. Right. That, like basically people started feeling all sorts of fucked up after hearing this like really weird noise. And my theory had been that this seemed a lot like mass hysteria 
because the symptoms that the people had were also symptoms of aging, like slight hearing loss. And right. But they were, it was like, like specific though too, right? They were hearing right. like... But then there were also these reports that uh, there were actually differences in the brain scans, which my theory didn't uh, make, like couldn't explain away. So, um, but I, I just, I had a feeling it wasn't going to be super sci-fi weapons that uh, the U.S. military didn't know existed. Right. So the CBC is reporting a new study that's not like, well, they made it up, but it's also not, not that it's all in their head, like I suspected. So the new information that I hadn't heard anywhere else is that there was a trend of people getting mysterious illnesses starting in 2016 while in Cuba uh, and while in Havana specifically after returning from travel there or, or when they were there. And they often complained of a buzz or high-pitched whine prior to getting sick. And so they did a, the Canadians, you know, being the sober-minded, friendly people that they are just did a study on the brains of people who had been to Cuba and found that there were differences uh, between their brains before they went and after they went, and also differences between the brains of people who went to Cuba and people who didn't. But specifically, like these were not diplomats. These were not spies. So right. it's just... Didn't make sense. Like why are they Didn't make sense, them? right. They're not... Well, yeah, are they targeting them is, is the question. Uh, and they noticed that it was the damage was specific to a part of the brain that's responsible for memory, concentration, sleep and wake cycle. Uh, and then they started looking into what can injure that part of the brain. And neurotoxins was like the number one thing. Okay. And then they realized that 2016, uh, when all these illnesses started happening, uh, was when Zika started and Cuba started uh, doing some real heavy doses of a particular pesticide that isn't used in North America. Oh, so these people basically just got like hit with a bunch got of Roundup gassed. or something? Yeah, exactly. But like wow. with Cuban Roundup that has a neurotoxin in it that North Americans can't handle, apparently. I still think it's spices <laughs> and the food. It could be that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or wawanko. But yeah, so I mean, this makes a lot more sense. It also you know, is a much less sensational explanation. Are you than... satisfied with this? I am because it makes sense of like the things that I found suspicious, like the fact that it would have been physically impossible for any of the things that they, that yeah, the Trump administration thought. was suggesting could happen. Um, but it also like, it is a mental thing or a neurological thing. It's just, uh, it does have a chemical cause, I guess. All right. Well, uh, yeah. We we, we uh, closing the case on that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Researchers from Canada are looking to collaborate with Cuban officials to determine whether any Cubans suffered similar brain injuries. Uh, so that'll help them determine like whether this is actually the case. But that just seems like a healthier way to approach the investigation. Or a very than... novel way to fuck some people up is just <laughs> put wild neurotoxin all over like the buildings are going in and be like that, that'll probably fuck them up a little bit yeah but the, a lot of the people that they were fucking up had nothing to do with diplomacy right. or spying or anything look you like know that. i'm just trying to create conspiracy theories you yeah know. i know you are man <laughs> need to stop leave cuba alone uh but yeah i don't know the working with cuba seemed like cuban officials like from the start have been like we don't know what's happening but like let's right. work together to figure this out trump was like nice try spy yeah you get fucking ray guns slam the door in their face and run away um so yeah it's that's an update well, we can rest easy yeah we can rest easy. or you can rest easy i can i will still be awake at night thinking about who's spraying what around my house <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean they said that it's like they were able to correlate people who had specifically bad symptoms with people who they were spraying more of the uh, pesticide, or pesticide at their office or around their homes. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Should we Should we go to corrections corner? Should we? I mean, yeah. Wow. What a pretty yeah. big fuck up. Got egg on our face, man. Yeah. This is probably an entire genre of stories that we need to just be wary of. Anytime it's something that millennials are doing differently that is causing some sort of dramatically devastating or just like creepy impact. Right. We should be skeptical also, especially 
if it's smartphones or video games or any newish technology that old people are scared of. Right. The The story was about millennials texting so much and looking down so much, they're growing horns <laughs> at the base of their skull. Right. Or some shit. And we're like, what the fuck is that? I mean, yeah. I, you know, so, uh, and apparently it's grossly exaggerated. And, right. Like they couldn't really find a connection between those two things. Wait, but was someone growing horns? No, it's like there's these like calcium deposits yeah. in their spines that they were saying like are hardening. more prominent, but the science that it was based on is complete bullshit. Like the so it wasn't just, you know, us misreading the study. The study had to be corrected. Like that's why this is now coming out. They actually issued a correction to the article. Uh they had to like they changed the sentences that everybody quoted or they just took them out like oh uh, right the quote horn at the back of the head that whole thing was taken out uh <laughs> oh just like a concept of the horn in general yes wow. uh, maybe linked to sustained aberrant postures associated with handheld contemporary technologies was taken out so it's basically nothing now like a study that nobody would have paid attention to uh, and they also added the fact that one of the authors of the paper sells services claiming to treat the issue uh, of forward oh, head posture sort of like how the whole Whoa. anti-vax started yeah it's like oh yeah MMR vaccines uh, go fuck your kid up also I've got this alternative to the MMR vaccine right yeah, and like that story, the thing that is probably more likely to stick in people's heads is, holy shit, they got horns coming out the back of their yeah. heads, these kids these days. It's always uh, <laughs> more than like people get news story wrong. Well, typically it's always millennials are ruining wedding ring industry. Millennials are ruining home buying. Right. And really it's every headline could just be millennials are broke as fuck. Right. It's really what it is. It's not that there's, we're not ruining. It's like we don't have money to, to we don't have the wealth accumulation that these other yeah. generations do. So in this one, I wonder if it's like millennials are so poor, they're growing horns right. or whatever the fuck they could spin that into. Right. Millennials do have bad posture. Yeah. It would seem. It just I have terrible, like, man. Yeah, I have really bad posture, Jeez, but I feel like it's just not something that uh, our generation has been taught to prioritize. No. <laughs> or really our parents old people would. have yeah. bad posture, too. Well, really well, old like people, but that's only because they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like scoliosis yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, my posture. Nah, fuck them. We got better posture. Than it's me. all about posture. It's all about <laughs> pelvic tilt when you sit, you know, right. a lot of things. Oh, uh, man, you fucked me up with that pelvic tilt thing. Yeah. I was constantly aware of It's a gateway to twerking, the tilt though. of my pelvis. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's true that we have bad posture, but I don't know. What do we have to compare it to, like, past generations? I don't know. If I just look at photos, you know, like, people stand upright yeah. as fuck. But also, those are when, like, a photo took, like, 15 seconds to take. Right. And that's also, like, yeah. the only photo you get taken. Right. Like, you got to make that shit count. Yeah. yeah. You're like, like, I'm putting on a fucking tuxedo, and I'm chest out fucking right. straight up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I stand up straight in pictures, too. But also, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think, but it's funny to look at generationally how, like, people pose differently in photos. Like, I look at how my, like, grandparents would be in a photo, especially on, like, the Asian side of my family, where yeah. they're fucking stoic as fuck. Yeah, no smiling. No smiling. It's like, yeah. we're here at the Louvre. Fuck right. you. <laughs> and then, like, and then, like, as like it a gets, rap album cover. But then, like, their yeah. kids started smiling in photos. Right. And then their grandkids are, like, fucking full-on posing right. and shit. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's also just that we get more photos taken now, so it seems like you can kind of it's more yeah. it's a more casual, right. relaxed experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I make uh, sure to have my eyes closed and everything. <laughs> just to be like, he's so contemplative, right? <laughs> no, just to be like, man, that guy can't keep his eyes open. Oh, <laughs> it's like he must be really tired. <laughs> uh, should we talk about caffeinated yogurt? Yes. Yeah. Just because uh, what the fuck? Pro fuel. Oikos. Yeah. Makers of Greek yogurt, they got, yes, Oikos fucking Pro Fuel. I don't know why they need that name isn't good, but it is a fucking, what they describe as a caffeinated and cultured dairy drink. Notice they can't say yogurt because I'm guessing it didn't reach the technical requirements to be considered a yogurt. Mm. Um, but it's, it's about, uh, now it's 25 grams of protein and 100 milligrams of caffeine. I don't know how much... It's How just, much is in a cup of coffee? Uh, in like a standard cup of coffee, it's like 130 or something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Got caffeine expert here. Yeah. So a hundred. I mean, so what's that gonna? I mean, I guess if you're it's just sensitive, like you get a lightly caffeinated muscle milk, basically. Ugh. But muscle milk, like is caffeine, intended? is good for working out. So are people gonna use it like, like as pre-workout? Is that the idea? But you don't like. 
uh, uh-huh. load up protein before you work on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's for people <laughs> who I like to have a nice big milkshake before I go for a run. It's like gogurt for adults that scream. <laughs> right. Is basically what this shit is. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, man. You, well, cuz it's like in a it's like in a bottle that's like shaped so you can just chug it in your fucking commute or whatever. Yeah. So a I guess black if, bottle too, so you know it's made for men. Yeah. It's like it looks like it was designed by the same people who make Axe body spray bottles. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. But the caffeine comes from the flesh of the coffee cherry. Mm. Not the nut that is turns into the bean that we use for coffee. Mm. So what if that means anything to you? Uh great. Yeah. <laughs> but caffeinated I mean, I'll try it because I think it's interesting, but also, there's something odd t- about caffeinated yogurt in general to me. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not really I, I think. To, like, I think it sounds convenient. Right. It's like how right. like doesn't Soylent have like a caffeinated version? Probably. Have you had yeah. Soylent? Yeah, it's not good. It's fucking it's really, really bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like passable. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I get it. If you're like so. Like, fucking every second of my life fucking counts. I don't have time to fucking eat. I don't have time to shit. Right. I'm going to fucking drink Soylent. That's some sure. Silicon Valley shit. Yeah, that is yeah. some Silicon Valley right. shit. But We're I think it's... optimizing uh, <laughs> the food consumption process. I think it is, like, just a certain type of person who values different things. Than right. Like, right. uh... Taste. Human experience. Yeah. Kind of stuff. But I guess if, like, your, your lord and savior is the almighty dollar, then, like, yeah, you're like, dude, I don't have time to fucking look at my kids in the eye. Right. Barely. Right. I sleep here at Google every day. Yeah. Soylent is also, like, unregulated. They did a uh, dollop what? episode about it. And oh, really? It's a mess, man. They had, like, the ingredients for it just, like, sitting out on a, a warehouse floor. What do you mean? Like, where they manufacture it? Yeah, they just had, like, a big pile of it on a tarp on a floor, and, like, they were people were getting poisoned by it. They were getting, like, food poisoning from it, and they had to do a bunch of recalls and shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so. It's so weird that they branded it as, like, some revolutionary product when it's, like, their, like, insure has existed Just meal pool replacement. Right, right. Just, yeah. what? I think because it was that whole, like, idea of, like, these rich motherfuckers are, are pounding this shit because they can't, they don't have time, man. Right. So if you're... <laughs> broke and an aspiring wealthy person <laughs> right this is for you not the shit your grandma has to drink because yeah. she had a stroke right it's fucking soylent man how do i tell people that i use apple products with my food right no, <laughs> it's really real. yeah oh boy uh all right let's take another quick break and we'll be right back And we're back, and uh, it's it's a little early, but it is time to start thinking about Halloween costumes. Do you guys have yours picked out already? I oof. I I dress up maybe every election year, oh, roughly okay. like every, like four, every years. four years. Half the time I'm like, man, I'm not going fucking out, right? Or if I do, then I do some half-ass costume. But it's I I only catch the true spirit every four years. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna be, and see, I don't have a family like you. So right. I don't have I don't have no you know kids to be taking around the, the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, do you have a costume? Dana? Oh yeah, I love Halloween. Hell yeah. I have like a got? different costume every day. Of if, if and also if it falls on a weird weekend where people go out two weekends, yeah. I'll have like I have a costume. So my main one this year that I've started thinking about is: Did you guys see the Normani motivation music video? Yeah. So I want to do the 1996. Okay. White top. Do you make your own? Yeah, yeah, I make most Damn. of my own stuff. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like down. either like I'll find out or like you know I'm really good with scissors. Um, I do have a sewing machine, so I can do very basic things. Oh shit. Okay. Um, but it looks pretty like like uh almost like tied together yeah, so yeah, i think yeah. it'll be easy and then i just have to spray paint 1996 on there you it. go get your airbrushing um, out yeah and then uh, i don't know when i don't know i'm usually like a cat but i really like Insta- <laughs> when i don't know usually a cat. I'm a cat. Right. That's but I, I love in the instagramming all of halloween weekend nice. oh wow so do you have a entire do you have your uh, costume programming already settled um that's definitely one of them wow. so that's like definitely gonna be one night Okay, damn. Yeah, there will be photos. Well, we'll be stay tuned. <laughs> You'll see. Um, yeah, I I more more or less just shoehorned this segment into the episode because Taco Bell just uh, released a bunch of costumes, <laughs> right. and you know I'm I'm from hell, so that, my blood type is fire sauce or Diablo sauce. Uh, but their costumes are so lazy, but like in the most amazing way, you could be a motherfucking gordita. Right. Okay, not very impressive. <laughs> it looks looks like it's screen printed onto a fucking silk sheet. Uh, they also have it for children, 
if you want to show people you really don't care about your child's future. <laughs> and then they have like hot sauce packets uh, for men and women. Yeah. So there's a thoughty version, or it depends on if you want to thought it up, you can make it a little more thoughty, or you can be in a little more generic sauce packet version. Then I kind of started looking at what people are talking about in terms of the shitty costumes. There's a hot Mr. Rogers. Mm. <laughs> Is there any other type of Mr. Rogers? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. Point man. taken. Uh, that is just Snack. basically like Daisy Duke shorts um, and red sweater, red sweater and uh, like like a playmate collar with a tie. Wait, did he rock a tie? I don't know. This is what they're calling it. You know what no, I mean? No, he did. Yeah, he wore a tie. He always wore a tie? I think okay. so. I can't. I, in my mind, um, I just think of his With no shirt underneath? Just a tie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a tie on the <laughs> back. No practical chest. purpose for right. it. Right. Like, yeah. She's also wearing high heels where like his whole thing was that he would sit down and take his uh, sneakers, sneakers off. off. Yeah, yeah, well, look. Come well, on. she'll probably take those off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was another one I just saw that just was a dress that had dollars printed on it. And it just said, tariff. Spray yeah. paint on the is front. Is that a political costume? It must be, but it, it's, it's like a making... political cartoon. It's like <laughs> one of those things that like has like a bag with like an elephant sitting on it, and it's like the country, right? <laughs> like all these. Like... Here's your tariff, right? Uh, I uh, I mean, I'm curious to know who that appeals to. Like someone goes, I want a sexy costume that is going to make commentary about our trade war with China. Right. Like where's that Venn diagram? <laughs> yeah, that? it's just like ran like they were like, what what else is topical? Tariffs, tariffs, fucking well, just write tariff on a dress. What happened to that dollar dollar bills y'all dress we had from last year? <laughs> all right, all right, re reprint those year. <laughs> reprint those with tariff on the front. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Normani's a great like timely zeitgeisty costume. Well, she's like a year younger than me, so it's like a fun. Got it. Oh, nice. You're like, yeah. actually, not I'm, really. I'm, I'm not really born in 96, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you know, pretend. we do what we got to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wait, you were born in 97? I was born in 95. 95. You're 95. older. I'm, I'm older than Armani. Oh, I thought you said you Tragically you're for me. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, how are you so dealing with old. that? I had no idea. <laughs> how are you dealing with that? Not well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard. Does that motivate a lot of your comedy? Uh, Feeling old? Or, yeah, or just like how in close comparison you are to Normani. Um, yeah, I think I, well, I also, I have a sister. She was born in 2002, so she's not even 18 yet. Right. And she's like really famous on Instagram. Yes. Very so, funny. um, this, that's a, you know, a huge part of, uh, <laughs> my own brand. Yeah, my, yeah. Own, my own insecurity. In relation to your sister, yes. Really, yeah, right. she, she's seven years younger than me. That's I think I saw the, one of the first tweets I saw from you was about uh -huh. your sister and that you had an ex-boyfriend who kept asking you her birthday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you had to break up <laughs> That was my him. first big tweet ever. Oh, was it? Yeah. There you go. Uh, making making moves out here. Well, yeah, we'll we'll keep covering. Like, I think I think Halloween, like topical Halloween costumes, is a good way to just sort of monitor the Zeit Gang, see what. <laughs> yeah, or monitor the Zeitgeist, what not the Zeit Gang. What's... We don't monitor you guys. I, I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But please download the uh, download the iHeartRadio app. App. Yes. And listen exclusively through there. And leave it open if possible. Yeah. And just allow in the background. Micro allow microphone <laughs> and camera access. And if you could just describe like your purchasing habits, that would be dope. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. What would be the most 2019 costume? I mean, tariff is like a good example of the sort of thing. Yeah, it's like but it's some shit from. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some political ones about, you know, like ICE agents and then, oh you know, people God. being held in kids and cages. Dude, a Smirnoff shit. ICE agent? Oh, shit. I mean, I think that's a little too... A little too wacky. Creative to okay. be a thing that a lot of well, people are talking Well, one year I was Pharrell Williams Wallace. <laughs> and I was Pharrell mixed with William Wallace. You just had a Pharrell hat. With I had that big ass, like, <laughs> fucking Vivian Westwood hat. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, blue face paint. With like a bape shirt and a kilt. Hell yeah. Anyway. Might just an Lord's excuse work. to show off those legs, man. Yeah, right. yo. <laughs> to anything to rock a kilt. Hey man, those quads, man. You can see all four of them. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about Takashi 6 9 uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. About fuck time. Yeah. About time. So he's been in prison since he pled guilty to racketeering earlier this year, but there was a much anticipated trial where he was the star witness yeah. that just got a testifying at the at the end of uh, last week. And it was there was lots of content being spilt. He's basically, first of all, for those of you who don't know, Takashi 6ix9ine is a New York rapper 
uh, who has got a bunch of face tattoos bunch and of face like tattoos. a unicorn frap for hair. Yes, like unicorn unicorn frap colored braids. He's been, you know, he's he acts real gangster and he's was hanging around a lot of interesting people, gang members, mm-hmm. uh, and famously on the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne and them were like, "You need to stop this." This is not going to end well for you because we've seen this over and over. You want to align yourself with these these hoodlums, mm. <laughs> as my grandmother would say. Uh, and there, it's going to lead – eventually one of these people is going to bring your whole shit down and you're going to be connected. This is not the look you want. Just do you. You're being – you're successful. You don't need right. all this other shit. And he's like, nah, 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 fuck y'all. I know, I know what's best for me. Like any young person right. in their 20s, I get it. Like right. I also thought I knew everything at 22. Yeah. Um, so cut to now. was like, we'll see where yeah. you are in about like, a year. Right. And here cut we to are. a year later. And, and he's, he's out in here prison, diming on fucking everybody. Diming on a lot of uh, gang members. He was saying Jim Jones is a blood, which isn't like really surprising. Nothing right. new. Cardi B. I we, think the thing that Jim Jones is going to be pissed off at about is they asked him. Who he was. Yeah. Please tell us who Jim Jones is. And Takashi 69 said, uh, he's a retired rapper. How dare you? Damn. Uh, and then specifically identified him as a blood, and I don't know. He just seems like to be about as publicly marked for death as anyone since like the Tupac well, Biggie feud. I don't know. I mean, he's definitely in protective custody in prison, right? Um, and but he has he did admit he's like they're like, are you doing this to like help the government or like because you're trying to help the government? Are you trying to get a lenient sentence? He's like, man, a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. <laughs> right. Got to look out for myself. I yeah. did not. <laughs> I underestimated how heavy this shit could get. Another interesting uh, thing that we learned is he revealed that his strategy for building his career was inspired by Logan and Jake Paul. Wow. Honestly, iconic uh, career strategy. I was talking about the other day, like how, um, like Logan and Jake, like all the Nick and Aaron Carter stuff that's going on. Mm -hmm. It is very like what Jake and Logan have like almost like they've like modeled like fake feuds after like all these like weird like child brother stars like real feuds. Right, right, right. Does that make sense? It's like they're all their beef is fake. Right, all their beef is fake. Obviously, Uh so fake. I had to disconnect from those two motherfuckers. Oh, I'm I'm about to smash y'all. Well, I'm like re into Jake Paul because I'm really into this. Influencer Tana Mojo. Uh-huh. Do you guys know Tana? Yeah, yeah. That's the one who got She's married. She's now married. Yeah, in or had that fake ass marriage. Right. Yeah. And they're like openly like it's not on paper, it is fake. Right. Like they're it was like, live streamed and y'all paid to see exactly, it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And then there was like a fist fight. Well, right? there was like a fake he quote unquote. But well, it was like not if you watch it, well, it was like really weird. I think it was I think it was just Jake Paul like had someone throw champagne on Tana at the altar. Right, right, right. And it like and I, I did don't the think same thing I really wedding. don't yeah. think she <laughs> was in on it because I watch her MTV reality show and it almost seems like Jake Paul kind of like wiggled his way into her life so he could be on this so he could like uh, take over the MTV show. Whoa! Because she had the MTV show deal before they started hanging out. Yeah, oh, isn't that now, crazy? And now he's like featured. Yeah, he... and now he's like a main character in this like MTV reality show, and that's how I got back into Jake Paul because I like really tried to dial his it back. Is working. But now I'm back. You're back. You're all You're fully back in. I watch I, I, his music videos are so funny. I mean, it's every day. It's bro. it's every day, bro. Yeah. I do have sure a Jay Pollers sweatshirt. Oh, you down with Team Ten? Yeah. It okay. took like ten weeks to get. Oh, for real? Yeah. Ooh. So, so the shipping game not on shipping game. not on point. <laughs> not, not for every Team Ten. Yeah. yeah. Not every they're day. Not, <laughs> they're not out there shipping every day. <laughs> There's some horribly abused intern somewhere. Just <laughs> oh yeah. Being like, uh, and having to like screen print them. Behind. He's like, I think the 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 fabric paint is doing something in my brain. <laughs> yeah, you better start printing them motherfucking hoodies, bro. But yeah, I mean, every they're famous in a way that everybody that's their age would like to be famous. So like, they didn't oh, get that without a a little bit of genius and b a little bit of a huge personality problem, like personality <laughs> defect. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think because their whole lifestyle to a teenager is like, it looks so like cool. your millionaire parents left you home alone with a Lamborghini yeah. and you can smoke weed in there and ride a hoverboard yeah, and it's yeah. all good. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, the parent. Yeah. And also, sure. like the you know, pull pranks on your bros. Yeah, like, uh, right. it's, it's prank culture. Who does yeah. it, man? Mm-hmm. You ever pull any pranks on your bros? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Every day. It's every every day, day, bro. It's, it's every my day. lifestyle. The pranks, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> fucking manager uh, of the regional prank. No, because I didn't want them to pull it on me because I find them hurtful. <laughs> uh, or, I'm sorry, you? do you ever do social experiments on people? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah constantly. 
Uh, how about you? You do anything good? Like when I was in high school, like I, I went to a boarding school and they like, you know, you're living on your own as a kid who's like not equipped. So we would always, you know, one time we put a kid's entire room out on the on the lawn. Just, <laughs> Is that a prank? Uh, that's a prank. Just yeah, passive prank. aggressive hatred like hate move that's what a prank well, it is was a friend yeah i guess so right yeah <laughs> but i guess the prank sometimes like you know you can gaslight people into thinking like their parents died in a car accident right you know what i mean and then be like i'm joking dude but you owe me five bucks for that blunt right. and then, <laughs> that's a sick prank right that is good um yeah I, don't, I've, I i think i liked pranking mm, people's younger siblings because it was oh yo i used to fucking pretend me and my friend would convince his younger sister uh, that we this sleeping bag was a time machine. Yeah. And we would just drag her ass through the house and be like, oh shit, there's dinosaurs. And just be hidden with her pillows and shit. And I'd do that with my cousin too. Damn. Shout out to my cousin, Austin. I mean, that is a good prank. Who now has a, a circle tattoo on his throat. <laughs> no way I would fall for that. Yeah, I mean, it seemed impossible. No you know, way. Like, but it's like, you're in a sleeping bag. And we're hitting you with pillows. But we're calling it dinosaurs and you're in the prehistoric time. <laughs> Look, we didn't have great ideas when we were 10. <laughs> uh, let's workshop that. Yeah, let's yeah, let's reach yeah, we'll do that. Uh let's talk about Rambo. There's a new Rambo that just came out this past weekend. Uh and yeah, it's getting bad reviews, uh, which most <laughs> of the Rambo sequels have always gotten. Yeah. Uh the first one was sort of a you know, a little bit more subtle of a movie, uh, about a Vietnam vet who was like damaged in a Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver sort of way, and then he like goes off on a, he gets like PTSD and uh, goes off on a rampage in the woods, and there's, but he only like kills one dude or something in the first movie. Oh, really? And in the second movie, by the time the second movie rolled around, he killed like all of Vietnam, like he killed right. the entire country. It was, a bit of revisionist history. Yeah, there. so. The the second movie was like a huge, massive blockbuster. I think it was the biggest movie the year that it came out. Um, and the premise was he goes back to Vietnam and wins the Vietnam War for America by himself <laughs> by killing every Vietnam every Vietnamese soldier. And yeah, it was a monster hit. And Reagan loved it, and like Reagan's followers loved it. And it sounds like this sequel has a lot in common with that. What's well, like preying on existing anxieties, whether that was like being in denial that the US lost the Vietnam yeah. War, or this one being, a, we're afraid of brown people from south of the border. Yeah. Which so, I think this whole thing is operating off right. of, basically. So in this Rambo, he lives on a horse ranch in Arizona. He has a niece who we he's been a complete loner up to this point, uh, and apparently uh, he had a niece this whole time. Was there any reference to Rambo having siblings ever? No. Oh, wow. So this is like I mean, fucking that's, yeah. like the Miss Monopoly game. Yeah. We're like, who's Miss Monopoly? She's Mr. Monopoly's niece you just heard of, so we can make a game for right. female <laughs> entrepreneurs. Yeah, so anyway, his niece wants to go to Mexico to find her birth father, and he uh, Rambo forbids her because it's Mexico, and that's like just self-evidently dangerous in this movie. Uh, she goes anyway and is kidnapped and sold into sex slavery after a single oh, night. Oh. In, Me in Mexico. And the Mexican Bureau of Tourism funded this one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like, man, <laughs> shit gets wild. What fat. the fuck? So one so the the moral for anybody watching that is this niece disobeyed her uncle, goes right. to Mexico, and then look what happened. Right. You get taken, mom. This is how this is how they are down there, man. Jesus. Fuck. Uh so he Rambo takes on the Mexican rapists and murderers and uh, you know, I don't know if you saw the last Rambo movie. I think it was the fourth one, but that it was, you were getting fucked up. It's the most gratuitously violent like movie I've ever seen. Um, and apparently, at the uh, climax of the movie, there's a pointed shot of the border fence. Uh, Are you for real? Yeah, yeah. So hey, when, when are we gonna finish that wall? <laughs> right. Hey, maybe if there was a wall, you know, we don't have to go down and fight fight these guys. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be studied as a like very successful and probably ignominious uh, propagandist, like when like years from now because of like Rocky Four and Rambo Two and now this movie. Um, 
Cause oh, that, wait. until right now, I thought Rocky and Rambo were the same thing. Right, and like, that's I fair. Look that up, but like, are they associated? They're just both Sylvester Stallone, and they're, they're both and one name words, and like right. one is a boxer, and then one is like a, a former soldier okay, who can it. just like kill everyone at will, kills everyone, yeah. disembowel people. Truly crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it that's is. Uh, but but that's what's funny because like it's such a cultural icon. Right. Or like people think of like being like Rambo, like I'm gonna be fucking Rambo. Like right. Rambo's fucking strong. He's like this American who don't fuck around, don't fucking kill brown people, don't fucking matter, man. Rambo. Right. Uh you know. Yeah, we I love mean, a, we both, love the branding. <laughs> they're both inherently political. Like Rambo is a stand in for, you know, like wounded Vietnam veterans who like came home and like felt like the country just like shit on them and didn't feel like they had like a victory to celebrate. And that was like the first time that veterans weren't treated well. And then Rocky was like this, you know, basically he beat Muhammad Ali in the first movie, like a stand in for Muhammad Ali. And it's like a, a stand in for basically white people's wish that they had a white champion that could like <laughs> beat Muhammad Ali. Right. And, this guy. Right. Exactly. Uh, he actually stole the story from a guy whose fight he went and saw. He saw a guy go 15 rounds with Muhammad Ali and like lose because he wasn't a very good fighter, but he was just like some schlub white Who boxer. the distance? And he was like, what if? But similar to Rocky, like the first Rocky is sort of an art movie where, you know, there are consequences and he's mentally not all there and then eventually it becomes this he's just like a superhero doing american wishes for the american people right yeah well it's funny like every i feel like every republican president has been shown embodying rambo in some way right you know what i mean like there's always i don't know if there's are there obama rambo posters because you know there's the the Ronald Reagan ones. Right. There's a there's Ron Bow. Uh, <laughs> it was a poster that was really popular at the time with just a Rambo's body with Ronald Reagan's head poorly oh photoshopped God. onto it. It's really because it's, it's just, a frightening image though. That but specific it's such thing. a powerful image because <laughs> Reagan made like people in the 80s, conservatives in the 80s, like so. Like, they were so fucking into Reagan. Right. But he was, like, an old man who was, like, kind of senile. So, like, by attaching his head to, like, this body of, like, a powerful guy shooting a machine gun, they, like, got to kind of do some wish fulfillment. It kind of looks like how Sylvester Stallone looks now because he looks so old, but he's all on that HGH. Right. So his body's all <laughs> yeah. ripped up, but his face looks, like, 700 years old. Yeah. Reagan actually, like, stepped into it and was like talking about how Rambo inspired him to like fuck up people who stood in the way of uh tax reform or some shit. And he's uh and now that there is a photo there is a poster with Trump's face on Rambo's body and it's only a matter of time until he starts talking about how much he loves Rambo and how he is like Rambo. Really loved Rambo. Yeah. So, <laughs> fuck him. Yeah. So Fuck. Well, we'll have to. Fuck. I'm. Part of me needs to see this, and I'm part of me doesn't want to see it. But also, it sounds like such a fucked up nightmare. Yeah. That... You should buy a ticket for Hustlers and then sneak into Rambo. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's yeah, my. Yeah, yeah. That's my whole. I'm telling everyone to do that if they want to see Ad Astra. Like, you should buy your ticket for Hustlers and then go to Ad Astra. Did you see Hustlers? I did. I saw it twice, and I'm gonna see it. Again. Is it amazing? It's like, I mean, I I love it. Like, it's yeah. just exactly like, I think it's, I mean, it's for me. I'm right. like the target demo 100%. But yeah. like, it's like, I love like um, hot girls and like purple lights. And so, yeah. that's like, what? My aesthetic is hot girls and, hot purple, girls and lights. purple lights. Yeah, it's like very euphoria for grown ups. Of, yeah. 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 Subtitle of the movie Hot Girls. And Maybe I'll just <laughs> do that shit, scumbag theater hopping. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do ticket. on Saturday. I'm going to go, go see Hustlers again and I'm going to see Ad Astra. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Ad Astra is supposed to be really good too. Yeah. I, well, well don't, don't, don't ask my mom her take on that. Oh, yeah. What, your, mom, your mom has. Space? So, uh, my mom's a film critic and sometimes oh. I ask her. She has spicy takes. Um, but she's, you know, she's Japanese. So sometimes her texts come a little jumbled uh, <laughs> when she's talking in English. Mm -hmm. But I think when I asked her, I said, How was Ad Astra? She says, Long, fell asleep. Rafio, who's her, her Spanish film critic friend, said, said, my shorter version must be better. Some scenes are beautiful. Some article said this movie could have been sublime, but ellipsis. <laughs> wow. 
Um, my mom, so that's, how, that's how she rates though. a film. If she falls asleep, it's a wrap. Right. Yeah. And it's weird. Like All you those can, movies are too long. Like yeah. I think like all of the man space movies, like it's like, just cut them down. Why do they? Just get to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Get to space. I just know. Right. Just get to the <laughs> just, cut to the space. Just, just go, go to, to fucking space. space. The thing yeah. that in the Matthew Ad Astra thing that looks wild mm-hmm. is there's like a fucking full on gunfight on like space rovers, like moon rovers and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like okay. the idea that I think in Ad Astra, it's like there's stuff actually going on. Right or versus whatever. like versus contemplative. Like it's like, what is I'm in space. like gra- a gravity situation? Right, okay. right. We're floating. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, what did you think of Interstellar? Um, I fell asleep. Yeah. Um, right. I like the idea. The only thing I took away from it was I I like the idea of like the multiple dimensions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the isn't that that one? I didn't see it yeah. because is, is that, um, that's Interstellar, right? You didn't see Interstellar? No, and I, we, we talked about this. Wait, I didn't, that the, I didn't that's the one with Jessica Chastain, Interstellar? Yes. Yeah, okay, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't I, catch I, it. What am I getting it? Like, there's like another movie like it. There is. Um, which um, movie? I can't remember. Yeah. There's so much. Um, there's a lot I think of I like put them, movies. I consolidate them in my head. But uh, yeah, I think I fell asleep, but I think I like the multi, multiple dimensions. I will see it because I, the only reason I think I did it, and I said this before, is because it was one of the first, one of the times Chris Nolan put a film out and people weren't unanimously like, wow, this is really good or worth seeing. People were like, eh, well, yeah. some people liked it, some people didn't. Most people were like, it's worth seeing. I will see it. I just, you know, I, I, I can, most of my time is spent watching 90 Day Fiance. So, yeah. That's basically how I felt about it. Was yeah, it was eh, not yeah. as good as Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah, I mean Ninety Day Fiance is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the greatest. It's the height of entertainment. <laughs> Dana, it has been a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, where can people find you? Follow you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, Dana Donnelly. Uh, it's at Dana and then D only. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at hottest Dana. Um, do I <laughs> Is that do an official title? Hottest Dana. Well, yeah. yeah, it's like a. I'm like I'm like hottest Dana in the world because there's like not that many people named Dana. There you right. go. I'm not like saying I'm like hottest Emily Ratajkowski. You know, <laughs> not a lower bar. Or hottest right. Hannah. You know, hottest Kylie. I'm not. Right. But never claim. Um, do I do my tweet? Yeah. Okay. What is the tweet? So my tweet that I've been enjoying is by this girl, Annie, um, and her handle is at waif, W-A-I-F, and then zero, 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 zero. Um, and the tweet is when I say, quote, I have my own demons to deal with. I mean, my dad yelled at me. (laughs) (laughs) Demons to deal with. That's great. Uh. Miles, where can people find you? Find me Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray. Tweet I like. Well, first, a shout-out to Justin Chen, who gave me my Marco Royce hairdo upon yeah. my head accurately. Look at you. To show me my dreams when my male pattern baldness has been overcome and I have beautiful soccer player hair. Mm. Uh, and also, but a tweet I like is actually from Dan White at, at Dan White. Uh, would like to publicly apologize to Carlson Funeral Home and the entire Thompson family. I didn't realize it was inappropriate to shine my phone flashlight into the casket slash roll the body over a little bit. Again, again, I thought I saw a ladybug in there. I am sorry. (laughs) Jess Dweck tweeted, the hardest part of dating Stephen Miller is finding a restaurant that will let you two sit down and eat your spider egg sacks. Kate Berlant tweeted, just called a balloon store and asked if I needed an appointment or if I could just walk in. Uh, And you can follow me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on, Miles. What are we riding into the week on? Just chill, head nod. Chill uh, head nod. He- head nod beats uh, from Deva Loop, D-E-V-A-L-O-O-P, and it's called Suffer No Fools. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, instrumental shit, but uh, just, you know, more like boom bap, mm. you know? Just yeah. easy. It's Monday, you know what I mean? You're still trying to figure your life out. That's right. We don't need to go right into the, the, the heavy shit. All right. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye.